Well, the Players Philanthropy Fund was created because of the experience that I had with my own private foundation. My wife and I were blessed enough to be in an investment uh, that turned out to be incredibly lucrative. I then learned how to donate funds into a donor-advised fund. Prior to the sale of this company that happened in 2006, I own creditcards.com. I, I learned through an attorney that if I took a piece of the, the, the company and gifted it to a donor-advised fund prior to the sale, I didn't have to pay taxes on any of those funds that were gifted. A lot of people would sell the company, be taxed on it, and then donate. What I did is I took a piece of the company before, gifted it to a, a public charity called a donor advised fund. I had the funds were in there and then I have the ability to direct where those funds went. So I had a private foundation, the Matt Stover Foundation. Then I had the donor advised fund called the Stover Family Foundation. Between the two of them, I says, oh my, my goodness, this is something that I believe athletes would thrive in. so much for joining us and i'd love to just go way back ever since the first grade you know i read your dream was to play football professionally and with all the hard work and dedication those dreams obviously became true uh what was that moment like being drafted by the giants when no other kicker was chosen hey you did your research i was the only kicker <laughs> and i was drafted in the 12th round 12 rounds at the time 329 out of 331 guys. You were Mr. Irrelevant. I wasn't. I was almost. And what's great about it, too, is I was the last one standing in that draft. One other player played 19 years, and I got 20 years. So, uh, But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to qualify it. I kicked. I didn't play football. I kicked. You know, so, you know, I didn't get. Don't I didn't get yourself short. <laughs> but. But it was a it was a privilege. It was it was something I worked extremely hard for. In fact, when I was in first grade, I thought I'd be a running back because that's what I was for my flag football team. I thought I was a, an athlete. And uh, and then I got into high school and Merton Hanks and I went to the same high school together. And Merton played, what, 13 years in the NFL for the 49ers and the Seahawks. And uh, so Merton really showed me what a true athlete was when he was slam dunking on me on in the basketball court. I'm like, <laughs> Yeah, I don't I don't have that, you know, and then we were running track and he was, you know, so far ahead of me. So I ended up learning that uh, kicking was a was a something that not very many people could do, especially back in the 80s. I was a punt passing kick champion in 1979, uh, won the entire region and Dallas and everything else and went to the Cowboy game and and learned how to fail at the age of uh, age of 11 because I shanked my punt. And December 2nd, 1979, during a halftime show. Don't remember that at all. Yes, the date, the time. Yeah. Holding the air still, you know. So, you know, that taught me how to deal with failure at such a young age. But uh, it really lit a fire underneath me to, to really hone in on my craft. And uh, by my, you know, I went to Louisiana Tech University. And uh, when I had the tryouts for the uh, Cowboys, the Giants, and the San Diego Chargers, they came to uh, Louisiana Tech to try me out. And, I absolutely crushed it. Just didn't miss. Just I was on fire because I let's go. I'm good enough is what I thought. So yeah. And then you know got drafted by Bill Parcell and then went to the Browns after that. In 1991 to the uh, by the Giants and then I went to 1991. I went to the Browns with Bill Belichick. So 
That's awesome. That's awesome. During um, your NFL career, you started the Matt Stover Foundation. Um, tell us a little bit, like, what was driving cause behind it? What was what was your why, I guess? The why was because I knew I had a platform and I knew that I had a, a social responsibility to make this world a better place. <clears throat> um, I'm a Christian guy, a guy who understands purpose in life, something that's bigger than yourself. Um, I knew that being a place kicker on the NFL team had a role, but I also had a different role, and that was to uh, support my fellow man and to love on them and, and to uh, serve them. So I was a player rep for 16 years. Um, as uh, one of their teammates, the guys could trust me. Um, I was one of the few guys that actually could take a message out of the locker room and go tattletale on what's going on in the locker room up into the coaching, and nobody ever thought that I was tattletaling. It was all about supporting the team and letting the, the staff understand, you know, look, this is what's going on. This is what I'm hearing. Um, this is what's best for the team. What are your thoughts? Um, and that, that it, was, it was a good uh, situation. So the, the Stover Family Foundation now was the Matt Stover Foundation when I was playing because I knew that I had the, the platform, the ability to raise funds, the ability to give back, um, and to utilize that platform to make this world a better place. That's awesome. I love that. When when you started it, did you ever think it'd be where it is today? What was your initial like goal or dream for that? <laughs> well, the Players Philanthropy Fund was created because of the experience that I had with my own private foundation. But also while I was playing, my wife and I were blessed enough to be in an investment uh, that turned out to be incredibly lucrative. Um, I then learned how to donate funds into a donor advised fund. So what happened was prior to the sale of this company that happened in 2006, I own creditcards.com back in 2003, 4, 5, and 6. I, I learned through an attorney that if I took a piece of the, the, the company and gifted it to a donor advised fund prior to the sale, I didn't have to pay taxes on any of those funds that were gifted. A lot of people would sell the company be taxed on it, and then donate. What I did is I took a piece of the company before, gifted it to a, a public charity called a donor advised fund, and then I had the funds were in there, and then I have the ability to direct where those funds went. Uh, that's where I learned, Shelly, the, the uh, donor advised fund world. So I had a private foundation, the Matt Stover Foundation. Then I had the donor advised fund called the Stover Family Foundation. And between the two of them, I says, oh, my, my goodness, this is something that I believe athletes would thrive in because mm -hmm. now the, the, the donor advised fund is now the fiduciary for those funds. I'm the athlete that directs where those funds go, but I don't have to deal with the paperwork, the tax returns, any of that type of stuff, any of the back office. So. In 2010, uh, my partner, Seth McDonald, who was doing back office work uh, for family offices and doing some uh, rent and executive director for nonprofits, he and I were in the carpool line picking up our kids. And we started talking because he was looking at my 990 and he knew a lot of the work I was doing. He says, you were a kicker. You didn't make that kind of money. I mean, how do you give it all this money away? You know, so we started talking. And then next thing you know, we ended up uh, partnering uh, to to start the Players Philanthropy Fund. And we started as a donor advised fund. One little quick more tidbit is that the donor advised fund makes it very inflexible to be able to, as Shelly would know, because I've worked with some of your athletes, is that 
it doesn't allow me to pay for hard costs. It doesn't allow me to do things that are um, makes you know facilitate the actual programming and, and the charitable giving. So what we did is we created a fiscal sponsorship model about five years into it, and that allows me uh, to have them operate as a project of the Players Philanthropy Fund, and then it gives them the right to be able to behave and as if they had their own private foundation with us as a fiduciary and the compliance piece. So that's a lot, but- The long and short of it. <laughs> but just realize it's important to know those things so that how did it get started and why, and then how did it maturate into where we are, where we now have 570 different projects, 175 of those are professional athletes, right? Um, and what do we do? As you notice, very few people know who we are because we're not wanting to be the ones who are out in front. I want the athlete, I want their brand to be it. I just want to be the disclaimer at the bottom. That's all we want to be. And we want to be that engine, that back office to make sure that everything they're doing is compliant and on bar. And I know that you guys have experienced our, our efforts uh, and we do everything we can to make sure that those dollars are coming in and going out properly. Yeah, without a doubt. Um, it it in our world, um, the expertise and being able to have that peace of mind um, for the athlete that from a legal, from a compliant, from an accounting standpoint, um, you know that things are done right. Just yeah. the just the nine ninety and and you know any it's a public record. Anybody can dig into the nine ninety and go. They they can butcher you. Yeah. Right. If you don't do it right and uh, best practices, if an athlete wants to have a golf tournament or if he wants to have a gala or whatever, there's best practices. It may be legal, but we're going to say, yeah, but if 50 percent of the, the <laughs> revenue doesn't go back, it, you're not operating well. You know, yeah. we need to rethink this. And uh, we really help them understand that. And we get them connected with some, you know, somebody such as Capture Marketing or whomever to make sure that they are operating those things properly, that they understand those things and that you got that they partner with someone like yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Within within all of the opportunities that you have had to be able to give back, to be a part of giving back, is there a moment um, that stands out to you of an individual of an, of something that you've been able to be a part of that you went in, obviously looking to make an impact, but you walked away more impacted yourself. All the time. Um, I hear of welcome to Chinatown in New York during the COVID, um, uh, you know, pandemic. Um, these ladies started uh, a fund with us and they were trying to keep the lights on uh, in Chinatown for a lot of the restaurant and businesses there. And next thing you know, these ladies are absolutely crushing it, raising a couple million dollars. And we're helping keeping the lights on, paying these bills for these the vendors, a lot of the stores and, and, and these owners. And, and it's keeping them, you know, functioning. And, and they survived. A lot of these businesses survived past that because of it. Those, those, those are simple things. <clears throat> you look at... Um, a lot of the athletes and, and the things that they're doing with make a wish, you know, they, 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 you know, take care of other, other, uh, the, the kids, the families, the things that we're able to do with scholarships and, and be able to, uh, better people's lives. Um, but you know, more than anything, it, it's, it's the fact that what we're able to do at such, such a low rate, I believe we are the cheapest in the market. And the reason was that 
my my partner and I understood that if we do it well and we do it at this price and then we scale right properly and we have our process and systems together, then we're going to be able to help a whole lot more people in our community. If we can do it, more dollars are going out to the public. That's what our whole model was. And we did it and we scratched together a lot of pennies to make it work. Uh, but we finally we finally got there and it took about eight years for us to scale to the point where it was like, wow, we've got something really cool here. And uh, you guys have been a big part of that. So thank you. Well, yeah, you guys are doing great. We're oh, when it, oh go ahead, Danica. I was just curious, like just hearing your story and all the things that you've done, you know, you didn't get to where you are without learning failure and success. And I know you spoke a little bit before about, you know, realizing failing at 11 years old or whatever, and probably learned about it even earlier than that. Like, have there been any times, you know, creating PPF or your foundation where you've learned failure and like, <laughs> what was that like and how did you overcome it? Well, <laughs> failure in the, in the context of understanding business and understanding how to uh, bring on an account, uh, you know, a project, um, maybe messing up with that project, right? Um, doing something that they didn't like and we lose, we lose a, an account. That happens with everyone. And um, I, I tolerate that as long as the efforts are done properly. I mean, the, the, the integrity, the character of, of our staff is bar none amazing. And when you have that happening and, and mistakes happen, then, then you can live with it. It's like what I always try to do with my career in the NFL um, I always try to earn the benefit of the doubt and it's an earn. It's not a right. And so if I missed a field goal and I went over three one one time on Sunday night football, meaning I missed three field goals in the game and lost the game. Oh. Oh. <laughs> and, and it was like year 15. It was like, what? And uh, so the team looked at me like, well, Stove, you got those out of the way. Let's go. You know, and it's like. So I earned the benefit of the doubt that that was just a bad game. And they gave me the benefit of the doubt. And then from there, I missed one field goal for the remainder of the season. So it was, that's what I expect out of, out of the players for Lampy Fund. We're going to make mistakes, but when we do, we're going to be resilient. We're going to learn from them. We're going to get better. And I would say that um, during the course of the development of the players for Lampy Fund, we've been willing and, and to be criticized, critiqued, and we are always willing to learn. And Andrew Morton, whom you guys know, was a big piece of where when we scaled from uh, a donor advice fund to that as a fiscal sponsor. And without his knowledge of that type of uh, charitable giving platform as a fiscal sponsor, we would have never been where we are today. And I, I, I appreciate Andrew. So I'm, I'm not taking all the credit. I think that's very important, but we are active. We have activated the platform to where we now at 570 and growing projects and tens of millions of dollars going back out into the public every single year uh, to me is incredibly purposeful and gratifying. 100%. And I think like you just said, talked about Andrew of, of garnering the best of the best um, and the most knowledgeable to be able to help and guide um, I think in business, a lot of times entrepreneurs think that they need to know it all. Um, and the reality is you can't. You can't. <laughs> you can't. Um, uh, so you need to find those experts to be able to help guide you. That was the lesson I learned really quick. 
Yeah, you need help. And I needed yeah. help in my career in the NFL. I needed, yeah. everyone needs help. Now, do you have the, are you willing to receive that help? And, and are you willing to be rebuked? I mean, I, I like, dude, you're screwing up. And I'm sitting there going, okay, well, tell me, you know, what's, you know, so I, 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 I'm always willing to listen. I'm not too prideful as a kicker. You shouldn't be. And if you are, you're going to get humbled. Uh, and, and during the course of my career, it really did teach me that it taught me, you know what, um, whenever you think you have it all figured out, look out, yeah. you know, it's like raising this, kids. Uh, yeah. They teach more <laughs> about yourself than anything. Right. <laughs> Just when you think you haven't figured out, watch yeah. out. <laughs> How about being married? I mean, I still haven't figured that one out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 24 years in, I'm right with you. <laughs> yeah. 33. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Where did your passion for giving back come from? Just the fact that purpose. Um, I knew this life wasn't just about me. Um, I knew that um, I had a special gift uh, and a talent to be able to kick a football, um, which is a dream, uh, something that I had always wanted to do. But from there, if I could help someone um, or some cause that would help people because people are really what I believe are the only eternal things in this world. And because of that, I want to give to that. I want to do everything I can to support uh, human beings and, and whatever background you're from and uh, to be able to support their, uh, their cause. Um, I will have to say that as a, as a platform, we do everything we can to, to not deal with polarizing t uh, issues because there's so many polarizing things in this world that if you can't get a hundred people in a room and to agree on something, oh, you know, yes. and then <laughs> I've got 570 accounts and I'm trying to keep it all happy. With, and if I go this way, this, uh, it just mucks up the water. So what we end up doing is we just try to steer that fence where, you know, the litmus test is if you get a hundred people in a room, can we all agree on this cause? Like, you know, kids with cancer, you know, or, uh, anything that supports scholarship, you know, kids with get an education, absolutely. Those are the yep. things that we try to do. So that's uh, where my passion comes from. Before we have okay, well, it's oh, two more questions. I'll ask one and Danica can ask the last one. Greatest moment playing. Greatest moment playing was being able to be looked at as a real player, and I'm serious, player for that Super Bowl 35 team with the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, that team had an incredible defense, as we all know. The offense was good enough, but uh, they just made sure they didn't turn the ball over and just let Stover kick it, you know. So, <laughs> and that brought me a lot of satisfaction when I, 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 they really leaned on me that year. Now, of course, you know that that developed into even more. But uh, you know, and look at Justin Tucker, what his importance is for the uh, Baltimore Ravens, right? So that standard and, and being able to say that, look, the kicker in, the, in this position is, is, is critical. And for that team, especially to be thought of as someone who kicked them into the Super Bowl, that, that's a lot of fun. That's yeah, pretty cool. That's awesome. That's awesome. It's <laughs> pretty cool. Yeah. Well, something you should be very proud of. Well, <laughs> there you. are so many things that you've done, not just yourself with giving back, but helping others now give back to. And we love to ask each of our guests, lastly, what athletes doing good means to you? You know, athletes doing good to me is, thanks for the question, is utilizing your platform, your name, your character to make this world a better place. Because I believe if we, we have a responsibility 
because of the talents that we have been given and the gift that we have been given to be able to do this and the privilege to be able to do it um, is the reason why. And I, and I, I think that, you know, athletes doing good is something that um, if, if we could all understand that, that and to not be selfish with our talents, because by the way, your career is coming to an end. It will come to an end. And what type of teammate were you is the most important thing that I have. Did I serve my team? Did I serve the players? And did I make that organization a better place? So I not only do that in the locker room, but I took it outside into my community. And now I'm doing it worldwide. We're, we're in 29 countries. We're in all the states. And so to me, that's the greatest effect I could have to make this world a better place. Thank you. Amazing. Amazing. Thank you so much for being on and, and truly the impact that you're making. Well, thank you guys and for yourself and for facilitating the charitable giving world too with our athletes. So good stuff. Yeah, good stuff.